time and how will we spend it as spiritual parents? Time, that's a, an elusive thing, right? I was thinking of it in terms of parenting. And uh, I, I feel like as families and as parents, we are obsessed with documenting our children's lives. I, uh, especially, especially on social media, I was just talking to a grandparent who said, we took more pictures of my granddaughter today than there are a total of pictures of my childhood. And isn't that true? We have so many, and we're especially interested in the firsts. You know, everything about the first. I recently dug up my son's baby book, and I was thinking about the firsts of all the things that he did and how they are documented, and everybody has baby books. It seems that now the baby books are just online. They're in social media. But back in the day, because my kids are 23 and 26 now, we documented them in books. And I was looking through the different ones that um, the first tooth, right, the first smile, the first word, which of course was mama, um, the first haircut. In fact, I have here in this envelope pictures of my son's first haircut. So the before picture, the after picture, and then inside this little envelope is his first curl, right? So there it is. We, we document. We're very fascinated with firsts. But as I look through this entire baby book, with the chronology of his life and the life of my daughter, I noted that I never documented one of their lasts. I know that there was the last time that I went into the bathroom and filled up the tub with sudsy waters and I placed my little daughter in there and I did a little faux uh, mohawk with the foam in her hair and we made pictures on the tile walls with the soap. And I, I know that there was the last time that I did that, but I just can't remember when it was. And I remember that there was a last time when I took my son and I placed him in his bed and I tucked the covers around his body just the way that he liked. And then I read him his favorite story and I prayed with him and I blessed him and kissed his little face. I just don't know when it was. And see, I think the thing about time and these firsts and lasts in our lives as spiritual parents is that we don't know the moments that are the last and we don't celebrate them because of that. And so how do we respond as spiritual parents? Because some of those moments are so important. And what this brings us to is the brevity in which we have to invest in our children's lives. Somebody once said, when you're raising children, the days are long, but the years are short, right? And some of you in ministry, you're in the days are long, and you're just simply trying to get through the day to wake up and do it all over again. But I'm on the side of the years are short, and there's this brief amount of time, and I think that's why we have these words of wisdom from Paul in Ephesians. Ephesians 5, 15 through 17 says this, it says, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. He says, 
be very careful then how you spend this time. He says, making the most of every opportunity. You, you know, that, that word of making the most of every opportunity, some um, translations like the King James says, redeeming the time. And I think as a, as a mom, when I was raising my kids, I would look at that and say, redeeming the time, yes, I need more time. Because that's the thing that feels so elusive to us in ministry and raising children, is I, if I just had a couple more hours, if I just had a few more minutes, if there was just an extra day in this week before Sunday came. And so I think we read that word time, and we immediately think of the word chronos, in the Greek, the word chronos is where we get the word chronological. So it's how, we, it's how we do time. It's how we plan our days. It's how we do life on our, our smartphones or our calendars. And I think when we look at that, we say, make the most of your time, yes, or I need to redeem some more time. And isn't it interesting that the word chronos is also the name for a mythical god who ate his children? And while that's disgusting, it's kind of the, the, the God in which we serve in this day and age is Kronos. And it gobbles us up. And there's never enough of it. And if you give it more, it'll still gobble it up. And it's insatiable. And yet that's not the word that Paul used. He didn't use the word Kronos. He used the word Kairos. And Kairos is a word that means an opportune time or moment. It's something that's seasonably ripe. So if you, if you were to go to the vineyards in California right now, the grapes hanging on the vines, they are seasonably ripe. They are about ready to just drop in all of their fullness and juiciness. A woman who is nine months pregnant, nine months, two weeks pregnant, she is in a kairos moment, right? This is a seasonably ripe moment. And these are the moments that, that Paul says to be wise stewards of. He says to look at those moments that are seasonably ripe, those opportune moments. And he says those are the ones that you are to redeem because we live in an evil world and to be careful about noting them. He says that's how you're wise. And as spiritual parents, I guess I, I look at that and I say, how do, we, how do we know? How do we know the difference between we're just simply going through Kronos or this is a Kairos moment? I remember one such time I was raising my daughter when she was about 16 years old and she was in a public high school and, and the world was really enticing her and she was making poor decisions and she was kind of following the way of the world. And one night my husband and I were gone and she'd asked to have a couple friends over. Um, and so we said it was okay if, if she had maybe two friends over and had some pieces and locked the door. But when um, the police called us, we realized that there were more than just a couple of friends who had been invited over. In fact, my daughter had thrown probably the party of the century in our neighborhood. And um, it wasn't just about the party, but it was about the deceit and the lies and all that led up to her doing that and the disregard for her for us as her parents and the disrespect. And I remember on my way home just calling her and telling her, I was a teacher at the time, I called and told her, um, I, I just don't even know who you are anymore. And so I want you to write an essay about what it means to be a 16-year-old Christian girl in today's world because I don't think you know anymore. 
And when I got home, the only thing that separated me from her was her door with this essay that she had written about what a 16-year-old Christian girl was. And it was beautiful. It was, it was everything out of Ephesians chapter 1 that talked about her identity in Christ and who she, who she was in him and how to depend on the Holy Spirit and how to walk away from the things of the world. And, and I sat there just stunned because if she knew what it was in her little heart and mind, but she wasn't living it, then what was the problem? And I felt like the Holy Spirit was whispering to me, don't miss it. Don't miss this moment. This is Kairos. And so I asked the Holy Spirit, God, I don't even know what's wrong because I feel like I know how to punish her by grounding her and taking away privileges and hurting her body and all those things. But how is it, how is it that you want me to respond to her in this moment? And so I felt like he said to take her away. And I took her away from the weekend, and, and I really truly believe that she had just forgotten who she was. And all of us have moments of spiritual amnesia, don't we? And I, I spent the weekend reminding her of who she was in Christ and how God had used her and how he was going to use her. And I watched my daughter start to remember. That was a Kairos moment, and we can't miss it. And so how do we know we don't know? And so we redeem all of the moments. So we have this choice. We can either spend our days in a chronos craziness, or we can invest our hours in kairos. And when we do that, we can redeem back all of those moments in an evil world. So what I want to encourage us to do is tomorrow, when you wake up to set your alarm clock, to Kronos of what time to get up. Also tune into the heart of the Holy Spirit who can set those alarms in your hearts and your mind to the Kairos moments that are before you as spiritual parents in your children's lives.